taking a little different turn this uh, episode, Missy. I know I, I'd asked you, I have uh, the, the three boys and we have kind of seen them get into gaming a little bit more um, and it seems overwhelming. So I'm asking you for help and advice in this. <laughs> so what do you got on video gaming versus just like phone usage, but like actual video gaming? couple things I would start off with, just like we said with devices or cell phones, the cell phone in itself is not negative. Gaming in itself is not negative. There's actually some research out there of some of the positives to gaming. Um, I think what it comes down to is some basic principles in your houses. I like how Jonathan always says, our way is not the right way. This is just advice. You take it or leave it and see how it fits in your home with your kids. But first, I think just like a cell phone, gaming, it's a good reminder, no matter what age your kid is, to remind him or her, it is a privilege earned. Just like going out with friends and some of these other social things. Um, I think some people that have the devices in their hands think it is this inalienable right of theirs, but it is a privilege earned. And I would encourage parents to stop at this point in their lives, look at the ages of their kids and where things are right now, because the three pieces of advice I would give you is one, make sure you have gotten online with a spouse, partner, whoever you're in the house with, of what your expectations are with gaming, very specifically types of games they can or not cannot play, and those time limits. There's some pretty good research out there that during school days, they recommend 30 to 60 minutes. During um, school days, uh, um, oh, be, like, right. like when you have school days, so they're not saying Friday, they're not yeah, saying you school. must game thirty to sixty minutes a day. Correct. Okay. So like on the higher end, this <laughs> is right. what they would allow. Weekends, um, up to two hours, just like other devices. I think this is important for parents to kind of look at what are your rules and expectations during the week and apply those gaming things the same way. For example, in the Berg household, we were never big on socializing during the week. The priorities were school, part-time jobs, sports, and time with family. So Monday through Thursday, my kids didn't socialize. So we would apply those same rules for gaming during the week. If you have different rules, just apply those same kind of rules. And I would that. say, I it probably, it has to do with reading your kid too. Cause like, that's why I came to you as well as you start to see, I, I start to, when they're on it too much, cause you know, yeah, one day you're gonna stick to the two hours on the weekend, another weekend it's like, man, I'm tired of the Midwest. My kid is on this thing way too many hours. And, um, but, but reading your kid, when you start to notice things, I think would probably be the biggest thing. Notice things that, all right, so this kid is starting to, cause, cause I've had that where my kid just starts to go to the basement, like, cause that's where they're set up. And I'm like, whoa, you didn't even say hi to me. So mm -hmm. I guess just to not worry so much about the rules, but start to know, be aware, mm -hmm. right, of their behavior. And I like that you say go to the basement. I think this was a big one we learned in remote learning as educators, but the two things, like if you have expectations, a big part of those expectations is what are the consequences if you don't follow it? So to your point, you didn't say hi, maybe you didn't get chores done. That's going to be a piece of this. If it is affecting those daily expectations in your house, you need to revisit that. But the two things that kind of a lot of research is showing is one, back to those common spaces. Just like I talked about cell phones being in common spaces, gaming really just rules when you look at addiction and where some of that negative is going, don't have it in the bedrooms. 
-hmm. if that basement is a common space where you guys are often at, okay, but really finding that common space where you are in and out at all times to help your kid get a gauge of the time limit and how much they're on it. I would say this is this has come up so many times that we should just <laughs> say it again. Like I think everything, every situation we're gonna come up with, no media in the bedrooms, like no. whether it's phones or whether it's Chromebooks, anything. I just think that's one of our biggest pieces of advice. And it's a very tangible mm -hmm. thing. It's a rule that mm -hmm. kids would, um, you know, uh, probably not like, but, and, and I understand it would be hard to go back if you have it right now, but I think that's one of the biggest starting points for people if they really are serious about it. Um, I, I'm going to tell you this. I'm just going to tell you my, my biggest frustration with gaming. I played Nintendo as a kid. I loved Mario Brothers. Like I would play it for a while, but here's the, the biggest thing. And um, we were just talking before we started. It's different with my three kids that I'm raising with this you know, the, the next, the last two here than the first one, cause the first one didn't know any better. And I would just be like, no, but all of a sudden there's this feeling of people in my basement, which I can't stand. I can't stand and I got to get over it, but I'm going to tell you, I can't stand the social aspect. Like, I don't want my kids walking around the house. I mean, like, well, is my friend in the basement, you know, is my friend online? Cause when I played it, it was me against the computer. And this whole social aspect is completely overwhelming to me. And I have gotten to get over it. And, I, and that's part of it is that, you know, got to get over it. But people like me, like what advice do you have where, yeah, they are going to play with each other mm -hmm. online. Which they're, you kind of want. That's their idea of socialism. Yeah, that's true. Right. In the Midwest, in the winter, during pandemic. Yeah, right. Like but, but is that, I mean, I'm just going to flat out ask, is that healthy? Because there's kids that would be like, oh, I'd rather stay at home and play against you when you're at your house because we each have our things and you don't even want to go to each other's house. Right. That's so weird for me to wrap my brain around. And I think that goes back to one of those first episodes when we talked about balance. I do think it's a piece of it. One of the other pieces of advice with the gaming world is engage with your kid. You knew Nintendo, he knows whatever in playing with them, learning about it, you know, kind of put yourself with them. I think the key parts is again, that balance if his only socialization is gaming, that's when I would have a concern. If he is socializing while he's gaming for an hour a day and he's on some sport team or mm -hmm. plays an instrument or volunteers at church and there's this other piece there, that's back to that balance. Okay. And then talk, can you talk about like, what does detox look like? If you decide, because <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, there's, I mean, there's times where in my household, as people on here could imagine, it's like, you didn't take out the trash like I asked you? No games. That's <laughs> like my immediate punishment every time. No games, no phone, you know, no media, no Chromebook. I'm just like, and I'm a little out of control with it as my <laughs> wife, you know, brings me back. <laughs> punishment fit the crime. But when do you know that you do need to take a break? And how, how does a detox look? Is that for the rest of the night? Because it seems like so, and I know I'm rambling here, but sometimes it seems like a lame punishment. You cannot do gaming tonight but you, you can watch tv you got a chroma there's so many other things and i know the berg household might be different than our household but i just don't i don't like when i say you're in trouble should i take away everything or just the one thing yeah, that's a like, hard come on. question. I know, it's tough. <laughs> um, first of all, I would say that's you and your partner figuring out. I think the big thing as we yeah. talk through these things, 
one of the best terms I learned long ago in my first one is intentional parenting. Uh So as you come in these struggles, I mean, part of the power here is my first compared to my third. I love talking about the differences in that. Uh I didn't get it right the first time. I'm evolving and now I'm applying it to that second and third. But I think for you guys to be intentional of what are the behaviors? You didn't do this, this, and this. That's concerning to me. This is replacing that. We all yell, we all are in the moment, Mm -hmm. but then stepping away and then proactively having that conversation. Hey, I've looked at the past couple of weeks. Here's what I've noticed. So going that's forward, been the that's been the most powerful stuff too is mm-hmm. when we pull the kid into the conversation 100%. like here it is sit down and the first question am I in trouble <laughs> it's like forget the trouble right now let's just talk this through and I do I will say that they they do know like, mm-hmm. like yeah yeah I have been kind of on it a lot mm-hmm. and uh, you know um, I guess I would just encourage many people to not think that that's all they can do too. Right. I mean, I hate right. to be the guy. I mean, I screw up all the time as a parent. I'll say it a million times on here. But as the weather gets warmer, you know, I, that kids being outside and they may be mad right away, but it's like, just go, just mm-hmm. go be and be bored. And don't, uh, you know, I, I went through a phase where I'm like, okay, so they're not, they're not on their devices. They're not gaming. So what do I need to come up with? And that, my wife is really good at that. She's just like, would you stop it? Like they just, yes. Yeah. So I would say yeah. the, the last thing I would say with gaming is just kind of to the point of didn't take out the garbage. I think the things you look at when it's a concern is they're not in control of how much they use it. And really it comes down to the gaming is taking precedence over these other, mm-hmm. you name those responsibilities in your house, but chores, schoolwork, social events, even when there's a negative consequence. And that's when you look at, is it a detox, a detox for a certain period? How do you build back in limits, controls, and a big piece of it, like you're saying, is how do I intentionally put other things in his life, his or her life, so that they're not missing the game? It's yeah. not a no, it's instead here yeah. and build those things. And, and it is easier when the weather's nicer. And, and I would say one of, probably one of the biggest things in conclusion here is you always talk about what it's replacing, right? I would say one of the biggest things from a teacher, I'm sure counselor perspective, is sleep. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, so if kids are if kids are gaming way too much, I mean, it, it's almost a, I don't, if they're doing that during the week and they're coming to school, it's really negatively affecting, you know, their their livelihood at school. And back to bed. It's not always easy, but it is simple. All mm-hmm. those devices go in your room at night yep. in the parents bedroom locked yep. up at night so yep. that your kid has nothing else to do. So they will sleep. Awesome. I just want to remind everybody, um, this is one that we just started to think of because honestly, I was like, hey, I want to talk to Missy about gaming. I need some help in my life with it. So, um, you know, if you go on dcdheroes.com and you just comment, if you uh, make a comment for us um, of, a, of something you'd like to, for us to talk about, uh, that would be great. And there there are some good resources, right, Missy? I just always like to say, if you do want to talk this through, reach out to schools, counselors, social workers, or reach out to other parents. Um, the only thing I steer away from is social media because you're going to get 15 pieces of advice there rather than kind of going to someone you already trust. But there are some great websites, Common Sense Media, Parenting Digital are two of my favorite. Um, if there really is a concern, there is now Game Quitters that has some more extreme ways to help your kid. Um, but reach out, ask for advice. Awesome. Thanks so much. See you next time.